We're coming at you with Star Wars reviews at light speed and our sequel to our first solo review in this episode of Cheerful Ghost Radio. Cheerful Ghost Radio is a podcast from the Cheerful Ghost community about interesting stuff in gaming and other various bits of nerdery. Hi, I'm John Dotson, and today I'm joined by... Travis. And Tim. And in this episode of Cheerful Ghost Radio, we're going to bring you the second and most important part of our two-part solo, A Star Wars Story Review... But before we start with that, I just want to let you guys know that this is an important episode because um, I talked to my mom and she liked our banter in our last solo. Uh, She said we were funny. So just wanted to let you guys know Uh, that was a good review. So good job, Travis. Uh, And good luck, Tim, because if we don't make my mom laugh again, I'm going to shut the whole podcast down. (laughs) So hi, Aunt Nancy. Exactly. But seriously. uh, Hi, mom. Hey there, this is Travis from Cheerful Ghost Radio, and thanks for listening to the show. If you like what we're doing here and want to help support us, I encourage you to head over to Cheerful Ghost and click the little heart at the top of the page. You can help us fund the important work of Cheerful Ghost and this podcast by supporting us on Patreon, which is a site for funding the things you love. If you fund us at a member level, you get some awesome benefits, so head over to CheerfulGhost.com, find out what funding level works for you, and support Cheerful Ghost on Patreon today. All right, so um, one omission of our last episode was that Tim wasn't with us, so we're going to start with Tim. Tim, throw down your thoughts on Solo, A Star Wars Story, and I've heard you have comments about our thoughts, which I can't wait for. I can't wait for the <laughs> correction, but go ahead, man. What do you got? Okay, <laughs> what so, do you so got? Real Rain quick, down I'll the go fire kinda... and fury. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll just give my kind of general thoughts in, in that I was... You know, I I think I mentioned in some previous episodes that I was actually not really looking forward to Solo. I mean, I, I had plans to go see it, but I was, I don't know, I felt like this was the Star Wars nobody was really asking for. Like, we all kind of understood Han Solo's character. We didn't really need a lot of backstory about him. He was perfectly fine the way he was, and I was afraid that this was just going to screw everything up. And I was very much wrong. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It very much exceeded the expectations I had for it. I had a lot of fun in this movie. Um, I also took uh, my my two eldest kids, ages uh, 10 and 8, to see it with me. And they both had a lot of fun. They had a blast. They loved this movie. I imagine they would love it. Yeah. There, what's yeah, not was, to love about this movie? It's, it's It was so, so much so fun. fun. Yeah. Even my complaints about it are just like little minor nitpicks, you know. But overall, it's a really solid movie. I... I, I yeah, it it was way better than it it should have been, especially considering all the problems it had in production. But I it's so much fun, and I I highly recommend it. Now, as for 
uh, my comments on your guys' episode. So I, I, down I listened, the to, fire, Tim. I listened the to the fury. whole thing and there's really only like a couple comments that I have here. Aww. First off, first off, be, can you be more angry though? When you say them, like be really angry. All right. Imagine that you're wagging your finger at us at least. Right. You know, you yeah. Pretend you're a Star Wars hater fan at, yeah. and you got to just go full <laughs> hater. Go ahead. Go ahead. There were too many females in this movie or, or something. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> no, too far. Too far. Too far. <laughs> Um, so in your, when you guys did your episode, you mentioned that you were not a big fan of the, the Han shot first scene, you know, that it was clear, obviously it was clearly a a reference to that Han shooting first thing, but you thought that maybe he hadn't quite gotten to that point as a character. Yep. That's what I, I disagree. And I think that that as actually was meant to be a turning point for him as a character. Because up to okay. this point, he's been super optimistic and idealistic, you know. He's been wanting to be the good guy. And then at this point, he's basically been betrayed by, you know, pretty much everybody. Even Kira, although he didn't know it yet at that time. And so it was, I think that was an important turning point in that he's becoming kind of more cynical. And I, I you know, if they make any more solo movies from this point on, I, I would expect to see it kind of move in that direction that he becomes that kind of more cynical rogue scoundrel kind of person that we see at the beginning of a new hope so yeah i think that he definitely would i i see what you're saying i and some people said that you know and that's funny because as i watched the original movie people like yeah and i listened to other podcasts you know and other people talk about the movie they're like yeah kira um betrayed him and i didn't even really see that as a betrayal i just saw her as being like, look, I got to go do my job and it's not going to involve you. You know, I, don't, I didn't see that as like a huge betrayal. She just flew off. I mean, there could have been worse. You know, it's just I mean, like she definitely uh, did just leave him stranded on a planet. <laughs> I mean, but it's like yeah. space movie. He's going to be fine. You know what I mean? So I I don't know. I, I guess I just didn't see that as a huge, harsh betrayal. But I, I get what you're saying. I It just kind of didn't land for me in that moment. But I get I get what you mean. That makes sense. And I and I do think that if they're going to do other solo a Star Wars movies that they'll definitely uh make his character a lot less optimistic yeah plus there was also the line by beckett after he gets shot where he's like wow you know i was i was gonna kill you and han was kind of like yeah i i know <laughs> you know that's that's why i shot you first so i'm gonna kill you i know <laughs> yeah pretty much um all right let's see here so another thing that you guys had brought up Please more anger. You're not angry enough. John, you you specifically mentioned that there was uh, Han financing the rebellion. Yes, he did. And (laughs) that doesn't necessarily mean that he funded the actual rebellion because we don't know if that group he gave to goes on to join the actual rebellion that like Princess Leia is involved in. Remember, this movie takes place before Rogue One. So like Travis, you pointed out there was that alien from saw Guerrero's group who was mm-hmm. part of that resistance group yeah clearly he is not part of saw Guerrero's group yet he goes on to join saw Guerrero, so yeah. it's very and you know we know from rogue one that saw Guerrero was originally part of the rebellion but then split off and formed his own like thing 
Yeah, Travis, you, know. you should have said that character was in the infant nests group that joined Sagira's group. Travis. This is also probably getting in way more pedantic than No, I love it. It's amazing. Too, but so should, it's like you, you know, all the this, all the like great. fuel that they were gonna use and sell off to fund their operation or anything, there that could end up going to Sagarera and his group, and none of that could go towards the rebellion. <laughs> so that it could only be ever so slightly connected, you know. So it it does it still makes sense that uh, Han may not have brought that up to Leia because they may actually not be involved with each other. Yeah, so there was that. Um, and there, I actually have a question for you guys because in the last episode you talked about a lot of the upcoming planned sequels. And since that episode has come out, we found out that Disney has put all of those sequels on hold. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a point that so, we're going to mention a little bit later in the show. But sadly, yeah. uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Don't know if we're going to be hot. seeing that uh, Darth Maul trilogy anymore. <laughs> I'm at least hoping I, that, you know, they're <laughs> as of yet unconfirmed. But, you know, still looks like the writing's on the wall. Right. Yeah. Any other thoughts you had, Tim? Uh, not as part of your your review. I, I think you guys hit a lot of the stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it was really fun movie. Everybody needs to go see it. And apparently, yeah. not enough of you did because now Disney is upset <laughs> and canceling Star Wars movies. So yeah, we're never getting Way Star Wars go, ever again. People, wait to go. Exactly right. You Travis, ruined you... Star Wars. <laughs> never again never they're even taking your old tapes away from you your old vhs tapes are going to snatch them away <laughs> travis do you have an update to your star wars review i don't have uh, uh not exactly an update but i saw it again and i thought it was great um there was something that i pointed out on the the thread for this uh, the past solo episode that bears repeating here that i think you had said that him like not necessarily as to whether the funding actually went to the rebellion or not, like Tim was just talking about, but just the act of him giving that up was kind of different from how his character was in the original trilogy because he wasn't that cynical and all. And I think, I think you said that you were a little disappointed that he had just been betrayed and killed Beckett and he should have acted more selfishly in that moment. I think, I don't want to misquote you. Is that kind of what you remember? I th I think it was my my critique was a couple points that one he's finding the rebellion. Of course he has to because Star Wars, but it seemed weird to me that he would, and I'm not sure that he exactly would. And then you have this moment where like like it's it's just a prequel problem, right? Where Darth Vader actually built C3PO, but right. never mentions it later. It's just it's a weird. thing. It, again, it's just prequel problems. I think that was sure. really it. And, you know, it, so it was a couple fold. But yeah. But yeah, I was thinking, you know, I, I was kind of agreeing with that point that it was a little strange for this kind of cynic rogue to give Emphis Ness the fuel. But thinking back on it and not ask for anything in return. Right. right. Yeah. But thinking back on it, I, I think that Han Solo is more like a cynic 
he wants to appear to be that because he needs to do that to survive. Because when you look at every episode of the original trilogy, Han always comes back in a pinch. Like he's going to leave and like, screw you guys. May the force be with you. But then he comes back and helps out Luke at the death star run, even though he could die. And then beginning of episode five, he's about to get out of Hoth. And then he finds out that Luke is, out there somewhere and he risks his life to go after Luke. So it seems like that's the kind of guy he is, is the rogue until he needs to be nice. And I kind of feel like that did fit his character in this movie. I got a really good feeling about this. Since when do you know how to fly? 190 years old? You look great. Push it. So, the fan reaction to the film has been pretty okay. So, out of IMDb, you've got a 7.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is a 71%. The audience score is a 64%. And the Metacritic is 62 to generally favorable reviews. So, not, you know, not amazing, but okay. But I wanted to talk about the elephant in the room on this one, which is it had a budget of $272 because it did a full, almost a full reshoot of the movie. And it made $343 million, which is, again, fine for a movie, but not great for a Star Wars film. So I want to talk about this under the guise of the fan reaction to the movie. Plus, why did this movie not make as much money? Was it lack of marketing? Was it lack of desire for the movie? Was it... The Backlash to Last Jedi. I don't know what you guys think this was, but I'm curious what your take is. Tim, why did this movie not make Star Wars money? All right, I'm just going to throw this out in the beginning here that I don't think the Backlash to the Last Jedi affected this movie at all because I don't think the Backlash to the Last Jedi is actually as bad as it seems just because the people who are complaining about it are so fucking annoying and loud about it that... uh. <laughs> you know, like clearly that movie made all the money. One point so, three billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, and it was critically loved. Like clearly the the problem was not with The Last Jedi. <laughs> you know, and I say that as like like I think I was the hardest on The Last Jedi out of the three of us when we did our review on it. Well, you, know? you were the hardest on it when we did it just us three. I think originally John yeah. didn't like the movie at all. <clears throat> I mean I don't mean to Possibly. Yeah, I don't not not possibly. I mean, I don't mean to speak for him, but I don't think he liked it. So, yeah, but I mean, I I did like the movie, even though there are definitely prop. You know, I have problems with parts of the movie, but I I don't think that affected Han Solo at all. At least not in any major way. If I had to venture a guess why it had it did so poorly, it would have just been because it was an insane summer for movies. Um. We had just had Deadpool 2 and Avengers, which were huge movies and took up all the money and people's tickets. They did uh, better Star Wars money than Star Wars money on that Avengers yeah, movie. Yeah, and there's there's more like big movies coming out. Like we just had Incredibles come out. I want to say there's something else coming out. I'm blanking on it, though. But um, yeah, it was just it was an insane Jurassic Fallen so, King. Jurassic World. That's Fallen it. Kingdom. Yeah, the new Jurassic world movie there's just so many movies coming out this summer like it's a little bit crowded i i think it would have been a lot better if they had pushed it to the fall or maybe even like around christmas time and then there was the fact that it, it was fairly close to the last star wars movie 
and then being kind of like its own standalone film, um, you know, and all the problems that it had going into production and stuff. I just don't think there was a lot of excitement for the movie going into it. You know, I don't I don't think the advertising really did it any favors because based on the trailers, like, you know, even us and we're huge Star Wars fans weren't really that excited about it. So I have a hard nope. time seeing general audiences getting excited about the movie based on the previews, you know, even though like the movie itself ended up being really good. So. Travis, why did Star Wars not make Star Wars money? Yeah, I think that, uh, Tim, I pretty much think you nailed it. I do think that there's some of the, the poor performance could be because of backlash, to the last Jedi, but I'm thinking like not even 25% of it. I, I, it's, it's, it had some effect, but not a statistically significant effect, I guess. But yeah, I think there might be a little bit of short-term Star Wars fatigue from the fact that we had a Star Wars movie a few months before. And I really, people expect that Star Wars movie in December at this point, I think. And I was a little disappointed that it wasn't coming out in December because I love the Christmas tradition of going to see a Star Wars movie. But I, a lot of people apparently just didn't even know when it was coming out. The The marketing didn't really do the, the blitz until really shortly before the film came out. So I think you know, it was just the perfect storm to screw it all up. I, I, I And that $343 million is a good take for... That you is know, a lot of money. Most movies. Yeah, that's what that's what reasonable Marvel movies make. Right. I mean, it's not a bad amount of money. Yeah, but you know? when you when you consider they filmed it twice and they had a huge budget. Apparently, if you if you take into effect, into account the marketing, it's more it's closer to about three hundred and fifty million for the budget. And if you consider that Disney Lucasfilm isn't getting all three hundred forty three million of that, they're not going to break even on it. So I think it'll do oof. I think it'll do pretty well in terms of DVD and Blu-ray sales. I but think yeah, it probably, probably isn't going to yeah. it's probably not going to bring it back over the hill. Unfortunately, it's a good thing that The Last Jedi did so well. And yeah, the fort, you know, and Rogue One and all that. But, yeah, there there could be a little bit of Star Wars fatigue going on, but I think it's uh, temporary. I hope it's temporary. I'm a little bit worried that Disney, Lucasfilm, whoever makes the final call on what gets made is going to learn the wrong lessons from this and say, well, people don't care about Star Wars as much, so we need to scale this way back. Because I don't think that's the case. But we'll see. So mark my words, uh, everyone, uh, Star Wars Episode Nine is going to surpass the Last Jedi numbers and it's going to do amazing. There's not going to be Last Jedi backlash because, again, everyone who says they're not going to go see Episode Nine because they hate Last Jedi will watch it uh, and everyone else will, too. It's going to do amazing. There's going to be no backlash. Episode Nine is going to be out at Christmas and it's going to be incredible. Well, it's going to be a good movie, by the way, and every and it's going to make all the money. So it's not going like, to be a I success that unless happen. that guy gets to make his The Last Jedi remake. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so there's a oh man, Travis, you opened the can. I'll just leave it at that. I agree, Travis. <laughs> unless that Last Jedi remake happens, it won't be a success. I heard a story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me. 
It's true. Whoa. <laughs> L3! Let go of the mean man's face. Who are these guys? So it's not going to be a Star Wars episode if we don't re-talk about our new our Star Wars list, right? Because we add a new Star Wars movie into our Star Wars list so we can talk about our Star Wars list. So um, I'm going to go first because I usually don't. So um, I'm going to talk about my Star Wars list and where Solo fits into that. So I'll do it really quick. So if you remember my old list, I'm not going to go over it too much. I'm going to start at the bottom and work my way up. And I'm going to do it quickly because, again, we talked about it pretty quick. Uh, not too long ago. So at the bottom of my list is Attack of the Clones. Not really surprising there. Revenge of the Sith. The movie up there, The Phantom Menace. Again, it's the best of the uh, prequel trilogy. I know no one's ever heard that from me on the show. Um, The next movie up on my list is Solo. Now, I would actually say that it might be on par with Rogue One, but again, I have more experience with Rogue One and more history there, and I love Rogue One. I think it's great. It gets better every time I watch it. So I can't say it's better or on the same level as Solo, because I haven't really seen Solo more than once. But I would say they're about as good as the other movie. So, um, but yeah, Solo is a little is, is is below Rogue One. Then we've got Rogue One. We've got The Force Awakens. We still have, for number three on my spot, Return of the Jedi and The Last Jedi on the list. Oh, man, I don't know. But Last Jedi is so good, it might actually overtake Return of the Jedi at some point. We've got The Empire Strikes Back as number two. And my number one is the original Star Wars, A New Hope. So I'm going to kick things over to Tim. Tim, what is your new Star Wars list and where does Solo fit into it? Okay, so I think last time I like combined some rankings and gave a couple ties. So I tried to break it up a little bit this this time so that... Uh, yeah, and this list may change, you know, depending on my mood or not. But as of right this moment, my rankings are Empire is still my my all time favorite, you know, because I think it's not just a great Star Wars movie. I think it's a great movie. Yep, um, it's incredible. Then Return of the Jedi, which just barely ekes out a spot above New Hope because I, you know, I love both movies it's because of the Ewoks, right? The Ewoks beat out. It's absolutely out because of the Ewoks. The gonk droids yeah. and stuff. All right, I get it. I get <laughs> now, it. If, if I'm being honest, it's because of the Jabba's Palace stuff. I I, I know it doesn't affect sequence. the overall plot that much other than just getting Han back, but I I love that whole section. Like it's so much fun. And well, it's a contained Star Wars adventure story. It's just it's really great and yes. yeah, it just goes to show you that like they just did this thing at the beginning of the movie. It's 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 really really fun. It's it may be the best part of the movie, honestly. Yeah. The uh the next or after New Hope is Last Jedi. Um and then after that I I struggled with where to put Solo and Rogue One. And I, I think I settled on Solo edging out Rogue One by a little bit. I, I think, even though I love Rogue One, and I actually, I really like it, I watch it, and every time I watch it, I want to go watch New Hope right after it. Um, Solo is was just so much fun. And maybe I'm still just kind of riding the high of having just seen it, you know? But it was it was so much fun. I I think I put it just above Rogue One on that ranking. And then we get into the prequels, and um, I I guess Return of the Sith was the better of the three, and then Phantom Menace, and then um, the Clone War or Attack of the Clones as my my least favorite. Travis. All right, here is my 
still controversial list. Um, starting at the bottom. Hit us, Travis. Hit us. I've come to terms with the fact that I, a lot of times my favorite Star Wars movie is the one that I'm watching, and this list is a mess because I can't really figure right. out some of them but this is i in- love how your list changes all the time it's great <laughs> oh, it it's really a living does. list it's like the force it, it's always yeah. alive it's great but this is basically the same as it was the last time um with solo added in uh bottom is attack of the clones then phantom menace then i think return of the jedi and then solo then revenge of the sith then the force awakens then rogue one then a new hope and the last Jedi. I think they're tied. They kind of wiggle back and forth and then empire strikes back. Uh, I think that is a crazy list. I love it. It's so, wow. <laughs> I, I love I have it. Questions like, I know what is, like, oh what is revenge God. of the Sith doing so far up that list? Yeah, dude? man, you, you put it's it above not... solo. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, I really... it's, it's because the emperor goes crazy. Is that it? Yeah, I mean, well, the, emperor, shit. the emperor going crazy is one of the worst parts of that movie, honestly. But, um, I think it's one of the best cause it's the most campy. I think that movies, it's that movie for me is good only when it's campy. Huh. You know what I mean? For me, for me. Right. Anyway, sorry, go ahead. But yeah, um, I was struggling with where to put solo and it's just really hard to rank these. Like I put return of the Jedi, like third from the bottom, which is you know, sacrilege. Right. But I mean, I still really like return of the Jedi. It's not like I'm saying I dislike this movie, but yeah, revenge of the Sith really holds up for me. So that's that, that's awesome that, i'm uh, glad you like it that's great that might be a little bit sacrilegious but yeah uh solo might just barely edge out return of the jedi but that one's going to be moving around a lot as i watch it more i'm really looking forward to seeing it again on blu-ray and all the special features awesome yeah your list is crazy i love it it's great so um as tim alluded to earlier the future anthology films may be in jeopardy so collider had an article where they didn't list any sources but said that disney is going to start scrapping this stuff so i was super stoked about the mall trilogy we might not get it again disney did say that um that the director of um the Wolverine and uh, Logan James Mangold was going to be doing a Boba Fett movie. I don't know if that's off the table or whatever, but it seems like they're really just going to be focusing on episode nine and then the Ryan Johnson and Game of Thrones, Star Wars Thrones movies or whatever those are going to be. So originally what we were going to talk about was all the Boba Fett movies and all this other stuff, but that doesn't seem likely now, or maybe it's likely, I guess we just don't know. And when we do know, we'll talk more about it. But honestly, I'm kind of bummed that the mall trilogy might not happen because I think solo showed me that it could be really, really cool. And if they'd all be a little bit different, but then mall tied them together, I think that would be a really interesting movie, but clearly if audiences aren't going to pay money to go see it, then that's a problem. Tim, what do you think about this news? Is Collider right? Or do you think we're going to get it? Or I don't know. What do you think? Man, I, I mean, I kind of hope they're wrong because I don't <clears throat> I don't want to start, you know, canceling all of these side Star Wars stories. Like, I kind of like the idea that, you know, every other year we get a, a major tentpole, you know, Star Wars trilogy film. And then in the off years, we get these sort of like little standalone stories. And like clearly like Rogue One and Solo were both fine good fun movies like i'm okay with more of that um 
I was, I'm a little bit, you know, on the fence about a specifically a Boba Fett movie. Um, I think a Kenobi movie would have been really fun, um, given the right, you know, storyline to go with it, especially because I really want to see Ewan McGregor come back as uh, Obi-Wan, but with a better script <laughs> and, and better dialogue. Um, that would be great. I think an Obi-Wan movie, I think that seems to be the most exciting prospect for fans yeah, for any of these movies. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of it is because Ewan McGregor was, you know, one of the best things about the prequel movies. And he was. You know, given the right material, I could see that being awesome. So I, I, I hope they're wrong. I hope they don't cancel all these little, you know, side project films and only focus on the bigger trilogies. Well, some people I know really just want to focus on the new movies, which I get because, you know, The Force Awakens and Last Jedi were amazing. And so I could see where they'd want to just keep getting those. Travis, is that for you? Do you just want to see the new stuff and kind of let Star Wars past be past? No, I mean, I would like more of the the Star Wars stories like once they're done with this era between the prequels and the original trilogy. I would like some of them to branch out to different times, but. I still really want to see the James Mangold Boba Fett and the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. Um, I'm hoping like this is kind of going back to what I was talking about saying, I worry that they'll learn the wrong lessons from solo's performance because I don't think it's that people don't want a lot of star Wars. I think it's that people weren't really enthusiastic about this one and it wasn't a good time. And it's just really disheartening that they would, can all of them i'm hoping they don't just like cancel them they maybe they give it a break and maybe take a year off then come in with episode nine and then start doing them again just to give it some space to breathe a little bit but i don't know man i really hope that we eventually see all of them yeah and like you said i i hope they don't learn the wrong lessons because 343 million is a lot of money like and yeah. I know it doesn't seem like that because the budget for Solo ballooned out of control, you know, so they I don't know if they're going to end up losing money on this or or what. But like, I I hope they don't lose sight that, you know, even though this was disappointing by their standards, that was still like a pretty dang right. successful movie. That's so much money. And when you, when you like, consider that, like Ron Howard came in and basically performed a miracle on it. Like it, it with yeah. the, the issues that were going on between the Kasdans and Lord and Miller, not agreeing on how the movie should go and having to fire them. The, it had no right to be as good as it ended up being. It was, um, it really was like a, a freaking miracle that this came out as well as it did. So yeah, there was so much going against this movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I, I hope they take that into consideration when they're planning out the future of Star Wars. I do, too. And I just want to say one thing. Um, help us, Kathleen Kennedy. Your only hope. Like this. What do you think? Well, what do you know? You got a line on a ship? So, now that we've got everyone here, we're going to rate Solo, a Star Wars story, on The Cheerful Ghost go scale and we're going to start off with travis travis where is solo a star wars story on the ghost scale for you i think it's a must watch uh it, it's probably like slightly on the low end of must watch because it's not 
you know, it doesn't really add a lot of lore. You can watch all the other Star Wars movies without knowing anything that Wait, happened in Solo. But it adds a ton of lore, like one element of lore it added, which is how he got his last name, which is <laughs> right. he talked to a recruiter and the recruiter's like, hey, kid, do you got anybody? And the recruiter was like, he's like, no, I don't got anybody. And he's like, oh, so you're just alone? And he's like, yep. And the recruiter's like, cool, you're going to be Han Solo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, so I forgot about that part. Lore. Okay, that's that's a complaint against it. I, that was yeah. kind of lame. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Travis. <laughs> I didn't mean to, there's so much lore, Travis. I don't right. know what you're talking about. But no, I still think it's a must watch. Um, it's it's. It's just good through and through. I mean, there's it, it played a lot of things safe, which is kind of a strange thing to say about a movie that was so doomed to failure. But yeah, I mean, it, it, it comes out really good, and I think you should really check it out. Tim, Ghost Scale. I'll give it a must watch because I want people to go out and watch it so that we can get more Star Wars. <laughs> Amen. I love how that's all. It's how you said that. Watch it. More Star Wars. <laughs> Appease the mouse. <laughs> I know the mouse needs the, all the cash in, in his mouth. So I think that I'm going to rate this a little different. I'm going to rate it a rad. Now, I'm not saying this movie was is bad. I think it's so much fun. I had a great time. Um, I was grinning like an idiot the entire time. Um, but I don't I don't think it's a must watch. Um, but I think it's really, really good. And uh, yeah, I, I, the mall trilogy. I want it. So yeah it was it was awesome so yeah i'll i'll leave it as a must watch but if i'm being perfectly honest here if there's any star wars movie that you can wait for the blu-ray release this is probably the one yeah 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 i have no problems with that yeah Cheerful Ghost Radio is brought to you by CheerfulGhost.com and our theme music is by Creo. Make sure you head over to Cheerful Ghost to let us know what you think of the show and thanks for listening. <laughs>